he's allowed us to see. We thank him for another week that he has kept us, amen, and allowed us to see a whole week and return back into his house, amen. We thank the Lord for his keeping power. No matter what come or go, God is keeping his people, amen. Amen. We want to say good morning to all the covenant partners. We want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. We want to give you a few minutes to get your pens, your pads, and your Bibles, iPads, phones with the Bible on it as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We are truly excited about the Lord and what he is doing. We're excited for what he's doing for his people. Amen. He's a good God. He's a good God. I say he's a good God. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be where we are today. Amen. Opposition says no, but God keeps saying what? Yes. I say opposition says no, but God keeps saying amen. And that's why we're still here today. Amen. And I'm so thankful that we as a people understand to put God first. You always put God first. God comes first before Monday. Amen. Amen. It's always best to get the word before Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Amen. And then we do it all over again. Amen. Amen. All right. As we get ready to go into the word this morning, we're going to pick back up with the topic that God has given us. We know that next year, our next level will be the one of maturity. Amen. And the reason why it will be the one of maturity is because we're going to walk in that finished work of Jesus Christ. We're going to live and walk and thrive and prosper in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And basically it means just that it's finished. Amen. Amen. I want you to go to John 17. These are our foundational scriptures that we want to use this morning. Amen. Cause the Holy ghost is not waiting. So I'm not waiting. Amen. Amen. He's already started. Thank you, Jesus. All right. First foundation of scripture is John 17. And I'm just going to start reading at verse one. Amen. It says, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And this is our foundation of scripture, John 17 and 4. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Somebody say, Jesus finished the work that the Father gave him to do. Say, it's finished. So basically, we've been talking about what does it take to live in the finished work of Jesus. And I need you to understand something. We're not trying to finish the work of Christ, but instead we must maintain the position he has given us through his death, burial, and resurrection, okay? And our position is redeemed from the curse, completed, defeated, and established, amen? Amen. We're we're not trying to get God to to give us (laughs) 
more of this and more of that. We're not trying to get God to move over here. It's already done. What we got to do is learn how to maintain it, line our lives up with that. Amen? And, wa and walk it out. Look, walk it out no matter what the devil tells you. No, look, walk it out no matter what life's circumstances tells you. Listen to me now. If we're going to be mature next year, we got to come on and rise to the occasion. We got to walk this out. It doesn't mean have the Holy Ghost on Monday, have Jesus on Monday, have the word on Monday. Oh, I'm quoting the declarations as long as things are going good. No, it means to abide in him whether things are good or bad. We got to take that stand, make up in our mind. Lord, we believe you. The work is finished for me. Amen. Say it. Say, say his redeeming power, his redeeming prosperity, prosperity, deliverance, deliverance safety. <clears throat> healing and health, preservation, preservation. It's, done it's done for me. For me. So prosperity is there for me. There Peace and joy is there for me. Health and wholeness is there for me. So I got to lay hold to it. We, we got to come on now because this is where the Holy Spirit is. This is where the Lord is. So we've been talking about, and we're giving tools that the Lord has already given us. We've been talking about how to live in the finished work of Jesus Christ. So the Lord just gave me a few things, and these are the things that we're going to deal with. And it says there must be maturity. So we've already did the four keys of maturity. Okay, we're not going to go back over those. We've already did them. If you were not able to uh, be here, then you can go back to SoundCloud and, uh, and you can hear those messages. Amen? Amen? All right. Then the next one is this. It's talking about devotion on a higher level and the word of Jesus Christ, faith, a heart for Jesus, and there must be consistency. Somebody say that with me. Say there must be, there must be maturity, maturity, devotion on a higher level, the word of Jesus Christ, faith, a heart for Jesus, and consistency in my life in order to live in the finished work of Jesus Christ. So this morning, since we finished the four keys, we are going to... go to talking about the keys of devotion on a higher level. Amen. I like that one. I like that one. Look at John, the 19th chapter, please. I'm just giving you scripture. Look at John, the 19th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Look at John 19 and 30. Okay, 19 and 30. When you get it, say amen. amen. And it reads, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said what? What did he say? What did he say? And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. So now if Jesus, he's already died on the cross, he says, I came to do what my father gave me to do. 
then what? It is what? Finished. It's finished. We, 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 we've got to learn how to live in it. We got to learn how to walk in it. And I think we use Isaiah chapter 9. Let's go there. Thank you, Father. Isaiah chapter 9. You're going to need your Bible. Amen. Are you going to need an iPad with the Bible on it or your phone with the Bible on it? Amen. Because it's the word that keeps us. Amen. All right. Isaiah chapter 9, Amen. verse 6. Amen. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So we also found out that our declaration for 2023 involves government. It involves the kingdom of the Lord. God says, I've already did a finished work. It's over. I need you to line up. I need you to bring your mind up. I need you to start going through the storms. I need you to walk it through. I need you to decree and declare the declarations. And believe me that I'm going to bring you out. Amen? Amen? All right. Now, what does maturity mean? I like this. Maturity means having reached the most advanced stage in a process, okay? It means having reached the most advanced stage in a process, okay? It's a choice. It takes a quality decision to pursue the things of God and grow up in them. Isn't that something? So we're going to have to choose it, but it's a process, amen? And how many of you have been saved past five years? Mm. Seven. Ten. Twenty. Wow. We ought to be on our way then, right? You ought to be calling me. You, you, you ought to be calling me, right? Well, don't call me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Yep, you you are you ought to be on your way. You ought to be encouraging other saints now. Amen. You ought you ought to be talking to other saints now. You ought to be witnessing to somebody now. Amen. Somebody, you ought to be able to bring somebody to Jesus now. Amen. You ought to be able to go on through now. Amen. Yes, Lord. Uh oh. Yes, Lord. Uh oh. Listen at this. Listen at this. Maturity is having reached an advanced stage of mental or emotional development having characteristics of an adult. No more acting like a baby. That's Paul said. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I act as a child. He said, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen? Amen. And so maturity means going, it's the highest level reached through a process, and that process is to reach a stage of mental or emotional development and having characteristics of an adult. 
So now that means when situations and storms and new summits come and time where I'm, I'm having to wait comes, I'm going to act like a mature adult, a mature Christian adult. Isn't yeah. that something? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to use the word of God. I'm going to pray. And if need be, I will call other saints to pray with me, to strengthen me, to encourage me. But not so I can stay on the farm all day and talk about the problem. It's not to talk about the problem. There might be a problem, but I'm saying, no, the Lord going to bring me through. No, I know God got this. And then I kept a journal. I know where he done brought me from. I know what he brought me out of. I see what he did. I seen him take down Goliath. I've seen him part the Red Sea for me. I've seen him say, get up and go wash in the pool of Siloam. I've seen my eyes open. So along your journey, you should have been keeping, keeping a record of what he's already done. I've, I've seen God answer this prayer and that prayer. I have no doubt that I'm in the kingdom of the Lord. I don't have no doubt. Somebody say, I don't have no doubt. I don't have no doubt. Let's go to John, and we're just going to read the fourth one, John 17. See, God getting you ready. See, we sung that song and we sung that song. There's an army rising up in G. I don't know what kind of army you thought it was. It wasn't a crybaby army. It wasn't an army that says, hey, do you have my bottle warmed? It's not the temper tantrum army. It's not I want to have my way army. It's called the army of the Lord that's going to do what I hear, live and stand against all this stuff that's going on. Because you know what I keep telling myself? I keep telling myself, it's here now. And I'm sorry, I know it's been here, but when it got to Mobile, I knew then. I said, oh, it's here. I can't turn on the TV without seeing all types of sin. Every commercial got to be about something that really needs to be left. You can talk about that at the doctor's office. Everything don't need to be on the TV. It's sad, but it's here. And the sinner is saying, well, we're going to make our wants known. And not only are we going to make them known, we're going to have them. And we don't care if there be a God, we're going to have our rights. And that's what they're doing. And if you think they're going to turn back now, they're not. They're going forward. And I, I, I don't know, I didn't finish it last Sunday, but there's something going on in the spirit. And I'm praying, and I'm only going to mention this. this. This has nothing to do with you do what you do, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Something's going on in the spirit realm. There's a setup that's being set up. And... I watched the, or I did, I watched the uh, primary voting for the different senators for the states, and I just wanted to see how the outcome was going to be. And when I saw the outcome, I said, oh, okay, Lord. There is a possibility. There is a, a, a great possibility that Biden is going to get back in there. So I'm preparing. 
Because if he gets back in there, that means more of the crazy is going to go on. Yay! We're so glad we brought the basketball player home to her wife. So when I heard it, it went right by me. And I said, did they actually say her? So I kept, I watched, I waited again. I said, no, they didn't say her. They had to say, you know, to his, you know. So then when they came on, they made it clear to her. And I said, I like to fell out. I said, no, don't fall out. Ain't no sense in falling out. It's here. And they running headlong with it. And see, the thing about America is, see, here's the real deal. America now is so big, and there are so many people on the earth until there is so much sin, it's, it's scattered abroad. It's not just right at your front door. And I'm going to say something else, too. We are Christians. We do not worship the ancestors. We, we, we celebrate Christmas. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to name nothing. I'm just saying. We are Christians. We celebrate Christmas, which means an anointed service. We are Christians, which means we are Christ-like. We follow Christ. I was, I was always wondering, and I know it's been out for a while, but certain different types of things now that they're celebrating. You got all kinds of things now that they're celebrating in the month of December. And so I got a chance to, you know, to see one of them. And when I, when I, when I heard what they was talking about, and we, we thank the, we, they say, no, Lord, we thank our ancestors and we worship the, I said, oh, my Lord, the devil done went crazy. And it's always got to be, and see, we already shared this with you, it's always got to be about being black. You better open that Bible and realize that your new bloodline, you are the seed of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Because there's a lot of underlying worshiping going on, and it has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. I said, wow, Lord, they easy. But you see, we got so many different cultures now. So many different cultures in the United States and even right here in Mobile, Alabama. Yes, ma'am. And what did, I, what did I have always said? And they bring in their gods with them. Yes, ma'am. And they're bringing their gods with them. And if you notice now, we got a holiday for everybody. Every commercial, every movie is catered to everybody. Everybody and everything. And there's an underlying worshiping of something other than Jesus Christ. Better watch yourself. Amen. Well, see, you don't understand. There you go. You just, uh, you act like you're not black. Oh, I'm black, all right. I'm a woman of color. Well. I do not deny that, honey. But all this other, God has delivered me from that. Wow. He has delivered us from that and brought... What does, let me show you. Let me show you. Somebody say, I've been delivered from all that. And I'm not going to worship anything, anybody, anyone, but Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm going to warn you, because that's what I'm supposed to do. 
I said, that's what I'm supposed to do. And when I get a chance, I'm going to get that scripture and I'm going to bring it in here and read it to you. I'm going to tell you why you're up in this ministry. It's so I can watch your soul. I'm watching over your soul. Hello? Uh, If you come in here and take a little nap while the word is going forth, I don't care. Take your little nap because I'm here to watch your soul. I'm here to be the voice of the word of God for my Lord. To say, he told, he said, cry loud and spare not. He said, be the watchman on the wall. He said, whatever I speak, you take it back to my people. Amen? Amen. Better watch this stuff. Better watch this stuff. Well, you see, that's your heritage. That's where you came from. Okay, that might have been where I came from, but that ain't where I'm going to end up. I'm not going to get a dashiki and go back to... Go to Colossians. We're still talking about abiding in the finished work of Jesus Christ, walking this out now. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. He says, who had delivered us? Is that you? Yes. Is that you? Amen. Who has delivered us? You don't have to be afraid to say amen. If you've gone through the sinner's prayer and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, say it loud, say it proud. Amen. amen. Now, I ain't studying that black and proud. I, that ain't what's going to go there. He says, who had delivered us from the power of what? Uh, from what? Darkness. And had translated us into what? <laughs> now, this is Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. The very word translation means to get a transfer. Have you ever got a transfer from one school to another? Have you ever got a transfer to change buses? Come on now. Have you ever got a transfer to change out of a classroom? It literally means to move from one area to another. So what is God saying? Every one of us that has accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, if we're going to be mature about it, hello, want to wake you up? You already in the kingdom of God. All this talking about, oh, I'm waiting till the great by and by. I'm waiting till I die. No, you already in the kingdom, sweetie, sir, ma'am. According to scripture, you're in the kingdom of God right now. So up under the kingdom of God, there's only one king, and his name is Jesus Christ. His name is not Buddha. His name is not Muhammad. His name is not Hare Krishna. Hello? His name is not Mother Nature. His name is not me. Me power. Me, 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 me. It's within you. Oh, my. They're going crazy with this crazy. It's not in the crystals. It's not in calling up your, it's not in your ancestors. Uh Uh-oh. Man, they get me with that one. I'm saying, why y'all keep going talking about some ancestor? Come on with it. It's Jesus. We're in the kingdom of Jesus. Say that with me. Say, I I am in. The kingdom, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Christ. Say, I am the seed am the of, seed. Abraham, of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac and, Jacob and Jacob through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, 
better get that junk out your house. I'm not you praying to your dead ancestors. I tell you what, you better get that junk out your house. You better get the Holy Bible. You better come on here and line up with the word. We've talked about, we've done a seminar on the nations. We know who we are. We, we know our answer, Ham. We got it, Cush. Hello. But we now, we've come through Jesus Christ, and we are connected to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. See, I'm already in the kingdom. And I've got the word to prove it. See, I'm not waiting to die to get to heaven to get in the kingdom. See, I'm in the kingdom right now. He says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now, what you going to do with that? I said, what you going to do with that? And don't bring me the book of lies. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear all these little books they didn't come out with. And I, I'm not reading no readings. I'm going to read the word of God. I'm going to decree and declare the word. Amen. I don't, I don't want to hear it. So when Jesus said in John 17, verse 4, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. The work that the Father had given Jesus to do was salvation for the world. Redemption and salvation completed. Somebody say that with me. Say redemption and salvation is completed. Tell, look at your name. Say, I'm not trying to get saved. I'm going to maintain the position, the position that Christ, that Christ has, died has died on the cross for and gave me. You as saved as you're going to get. <laughs> you ain't going to get no saver. Because our salvation came through the blood of Jesus. Well. What he did tell us was, he says, if we sin, if we sin, if we make a mistake, he says, then at least come and be open about it and repent. Be mature about it. Lord, I, I sinned. I'm repenting before you. You don't need to go to the priest. You don't need to call me. You need to call Jesus. Because you're saved. He said, there's no one that doesn't sin. He said, but I got something for you. He says, ask me to forgive you. Amen. The one thing we don't do is practice sin. There is a difference. I don't, I, don't wait, I don't get up on Monday and plan on, well, you know, Friday, Saturday, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this, da, 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 and then I'm going to repent. Mm. You're wrong for that. I said, we're talking good because we got some folk in here doing that. Yes, ma'am. Huh? Even the Bible says, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God forbid. He said, but if you make a mistake, I will forgive you. Well. But I, 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 
you're going to have to deal with something with your continuous sinning. And then think you're going to ask me to forgive you. Your consistency in sinning and you think you're going to come to me and ask for forgiveness. God is not a toy. I said, God is not a toy. Well, since I know that the Lord will forgive me, I'm just going to go and do this anyway. You got people do that junk. Just because, just because I know he will forgive me, I'm going to do it. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't be taking these chances. We, don't, we as God's people, we as God's kingdom children, we, are, we as the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we do not practice sin. And we don't put ourselves in predicaments and places and positions that will cause us to sin. We got to do like Joseph. Joseph knew that Potiphar's wife was a lying, hoish woman. And that she wanted to sleep with him. But Joseph said, wait a minute. How can I do this, first of all, against my God? And how can I do this against Potiphar, who's been so good to me? And the Bible said he was in the house one day, and when nobody in there but her and him, he trying to do his work, she grabs his coat, and Joseph said, I'm going to leave the coat because I'm gone. You can have a coat, you can use it against me, but at least my God know I didn't sleep with you. I don't have no out against me. You got the coat, you lied. You told Potiphar, look what, you, uh, uh, you left, I left my coat. But you're a liar. But see, God knew the truth. And see, that's something I don't see now with the Christian and the, with the church folk. It's like we don't care if God knows the truth. We don't, we don't care. Oh, we got grace. We got mercy. That's what it's for. It's so you can sin. The devil is a lie. Grace and mercy is not so you can sin. Grace and mercy is to undergird us. So if we make mistakes, if we make a mistake, if we make a mistake, if we make a mistake, we can go to God and say, Lord, this happened. I did this. Please forgive me. But not so you can get up the next day and plan to do it again on the next weekend. I'm going to preach it till I'm going to preach. I told you last Sunday, you can get up off of me because you're not going to close my mouth. Now, if you want it watered down and you want a poem or, 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 or a use of words or you're going to get a house, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a car, then okay, they got preachers that do that. They're all around in Mobile, Alabama. And everybody have a house, everybody have a car, <laughs> everybody have this, everybody have that, and on their way to hell. And, oh, Lord, because next year we crossing over and living with no power. I need power. I got to have power. I need power at 3 o'clock in the morning. Amen. I, I need power. Hello? When the doctor called and said, yeah, 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 uh-huh. I need power. I need Holy Ghost power. Amen. 
I need power when things aren't going right. I need power from God when the devil coming up against me. Power to stand, power to live right, power to love right, power to talk right, power to stand up, go on through, power to come out. Somebody say, it's finished. It's finished. Say, line up. Jesus finished the work that the Father gave him to do. Redemption and salvation is completed. The power of darkness and the devil is defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs is established. You know what salvation implies? Safety, deliverance, healing, wholeness, preservation, and prosperity. For everyone who puts their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. So Christ has completed the work of salvation and is seated. Somebody say he's sitting down, he's sitting down. on the right hand of the Father. Do you understand what that means? He's not getting up now. He done, get, he done did everything he's going to do. He wants us to line up. He wants us to put that word in our heart, in our mouth, in our heart, in our, oh, Jesus, in our spirit, in our life, in our soul. And do what? Walk it out, talk it out, pray it out, sing it out. Stand up to the devil. Amen. I said he done did all he going to do. Amen. Let, let me explain sitting down to you. Go to Matthew 26. Thank you, Father, for the word. Thank you, and I'm preaching the word. Amen. So when you walk out of here, ain't no need of you going and saying, well, I don't know what pastor talking about. Other preachers don't. It's in the word. And I'm going to preach it to Jesus called me home. Amen. So if you're tired of me, you got to take that up with Jesus. Amen. Hello? Amen. <laughs> okay, you think I'm playing. Yeah, take that up with him. Matthew 26. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your word. All right. Matthew, the 26th chapter. Please look at verse 64. And it says, Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. What did he say he's doing? Right now he's seated on the right hand of what? He says, and the next time you see me is when I get up to come back. There you go. Uh-huh. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit just showed me up. He flashed a picture before me. So, basically, when you screaming and hollering, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, he doesn't get up. He's waiting for you to wake up and realize and be mature that I've already did it. Believe it, stand, trust it, be convicted that what I've said is true. That th that, that I've already done is enough to bring you out. Amen. And trust me, even if it takes years. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's a healing coming up in here. It's a healing coming. Because next year we're crossing over. And we're going to have to be mature. Sometimes it's going to take time 
You didn't get in the situation overnight. And then we've always preached it. God going to get what he wants. Sometimes he going to leave you in it till you grow up. Lord, help me, Jesus. I want to be blessed. I want to be helped. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Go to Hebrews chapter 12, please. I want you to keep these scriptures now so you'll know where he at. He what? Right hand of power doing what? Sitting down. Hebrews 12. You say, well, who doing the work? The word of God. The blood of Jesus. The Holy Ghost power. That's what he left here. His name, his blood, salvation, Holy Ghost power. See, there's work involved. It don't just fall out the sky. Yes, Lord. All that time he'd been saying, come up higher, this is what he'd been talking about. All that time he kept saying, it's your soul, this is what he was talking about. Let's get mature. Hebrews 12, please, and 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, okay, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Do you see that? Because what it's telling you and what it's telling me is that he endured what? The cross. Is he still hanging on the cross? Thank you. And then it said he even, he he went through the, the shame, the despising shame. Are they still, praise God, down here spitting on him in human, no, no, no. He's done all of that. So now he done sat down. He's seated. He, he, you, oh, gee, just screaming and hollering to the top. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. And the Lord said, uh-uh. I've already done it. I, I've done it. Just, just go on. Believe it. Put the faith behind it. Let that devil know you believe my word. My word is me. Amen. We talking real good. Oh, we, we preaching real good. Yes, yes, The fact that Christ is sitting refers to the fact that his work of redemption is done. Sound like finished to me, doesn't it? Amen. What does it sound like to you? Finish. Sound like finished to me. Huh? The fact that Christ is sitting refers to the fact that his work of redemption is done. And see, what you have to understand is in redemption, everything was done. Your healing, your health, your prosperity, your peace, your joy, your stability, your preservation. Come on now. Your safety, your deliverance. It's already done. It's, It's done. I know, I know, I know. I know it's probably like a big old, whew, what? What? What, Lord? You mean I don't have to beg? I don't have to scream? I don't have to holler? But I do have to believe. have to believe. Faith coming by hearing? 
Do you know why the Jewish people would go to the synagogue every Saturday so they could hear the word of God, so that faith would come? Because why? In the synagogue and in the worship centers today, the word is going forth. What does the word talk about? The works of Jesus Christ, what he's already done from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He says, the more you hear about what I can do and what I've already done, then your faith rises. Amen. It's strengthened. So you can face opposition. You're not getting, wait a minute. Faith is given to face opposition. Yes. Come on, church, you need to wake up, Zion. Amen. We got to wake up. And, and we're going to get into some stuff. Because like I said, next year we're crossing over. Because with the kingdom of God comes power. And so I did a study with the help of the Lord. And in that study, I went down through a series of things and it read like this. It said the disciples preached the gospel and demonstrated the kingdom. It says Jesus Christ preached the gospel and demonstrated the kingdom. So I just took it upon myself to put my little name in there and I wrote it in my journal. Uh, Pastor Angela Carmichael preaches the gospel and demonstrates the kingdom. But just because you see a demonstration of the kingdom doesn't mean that you take that person and now I want to stay close to you because you're walking in the power. No, it's to show you what the kingdom is like and what you should be walking in. Oh my God, it's coming up. It's going to come up. It's coming up in here. God says it's coming up in here. It's got to come up. It's got to come up. So that's why I give my testimonies of what I've gone through and what I might be going through. It's to let you know, you're not coming through here on flower beds of ease and drawn butter. Paul said with much tribulation, we enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because the devil don't want you there. He don't want you to stay 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 there. But it's not for you to take whoever walking in the power. And so now I'm going to stay close to them. And, and ooh, you know, pastor is my best friend. Cause yeah, like you're going to get some kind of proud, yeah, yeah, huh, huh, huh. you know, like I owe you. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah. We got to all what? Come up. God been calling a long time. Y'all know that. It didn't just start yesterday. You know that. You know that. He, he, he been calling a long time. A long time. A long time. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is, seated is seated at the right hand of power. Right hand of power. Say, it's finished. It, it, it say it's completed, it's completed defeated, defeated, and established. Say, I'm the one that's got to line up. We get a word up in here. We don't hold on to it. You act like I'm supposed to bring it to pass. Uh-uh. I'm just the deliverer. That's almost out of my high, y'all. You got to believe that word. That's why I think after uh, Dr. 
Dr. Hancock graduated from nursing school, and I told you, I said, okay, she heard the word. God used me to give the word, but she had to put some shoe leather behind that baby. God will send us a word. He will send us a vision. He will send us a dream through your leadership, but you got to put the shoe leather behind it. That's true. That means you're going to get up off your do nothing and do something. Time for me. God said, don't be afraid. There's going to be a twist in the conversation. He says, don't be afraid. There's going to be a little bit of a difference in there, something that you wasn't expecting to come out of it. He said, look for it because you're going to hear it. It's not going to be like you think, all dreaded and, oh, God, it ain't going to. He said, but watch it. There's going to be a little bit of a twist to it, a little bit of a turn, and you're going to be like, what? He said, when you get it, run with it. Huh? Run with it. Run with it. You see what I'm saying? Jesus Christ preached the gospel and demonstrated the kingdom. The disciples preached the gospel and demonstrated the kingdom. Because in the kingdom of God, there is no sickness. There is no untimely death. There is no lack of, lack of, or, or, come on now. So he wanted the people to know what the kingdom was all about. That's why he left the disciples down here. And then they moved up and became what? Apostles. So that's called the apostolic anointing. What is that for? So we can see glimpses of the kingdom. But it's not for you to hold on to that person. It's for you to say, wait a minute, God is real. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord, God really do speak. God do hear our prayers. God do see us. God do know what's going on. God is real. Let me hurry up and serve him. Let me get on my knees and pray. Let me get some time to seek out the Lord. Let me stand on the declaration. Let me go on through. Yes, Lord, I hear you. Yes, Lord, I hear you. Yes, Lord. So he's seated. He's sitting down. He's seated at the right hand of power. Redemption is done. And when the fullness of the Gentiles is brought in, Christ's enemies will be made his footstool. When the end of the age comes, all prophecy will be completed and time will be no more. Huh? After his work on Calvary, Jesus sat down because his work was done. Go to Romans 11. Come on now. You're going to need scripture. Oh, you see, yeah, you're going to become a Bible scholar or you're going to be out there. Oh, yeah, you're going to pull out that Bible. You're going to say, what did the pastor preach? What did the Lord say through the preacher? What did the Lord say? Huh? Child, give me my pen. Give me my pen. Let me go back over the word. Because God is not playing. He threw winking. He's calling us up. He's calling us to maturity in him. Romans eleven twenty five. 25. It says, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles is come in. Until the fullness of the Gentiles is come in. 
So there's even a fullness of Gentile people that's going to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, who, who it is and who it, I don't know. We don't know. But we know, what is a Gentile? You weren't born a Jew. So that could be black, white, that could be anybody that's not born a Jew. That could be somebody in your family. That could be one of your relatives. But God said there is a fullness. There is a number of people that's going to come in before the end of this age that's going to accept him. That's what he, it's guaranteed. That's why I'm not losing no sleep. <laughs> I'm going to bed because of what the words say. I'm going to live it before you. I'm talking about, you know, my folks or my relatives. I'm going to live it. I'm going to talk it. I'm going to show you as much as I can. Jesus is real, but I'm not losing no sleep. Because some of these folk, they sin from year to year. You'll be gray-headed, old, broke down, waiting on them. And Jesus, you would have missed all of the glory of God for your own life. Fooling around with them. But I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to talk to them. I'm definitely going to live it before them. They're going to see it. They're going to see it. And all the time, I don't have to say anything. All I got to do is live it. Walk the walk, talk the talk. You know what I stand for. Stop this foolishness. You know what I stand for. Shine, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. They knew not to play. And I'm glad. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't have it no other way. Just like people know what you stand for. Mm. They know what they can get away with around you. Hello. They, they know when you knock on the door, is they putting stuff up or they just got it all laid out? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Ah, ah. It's going to be in the shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I don't know who you, well, I do know who some of you are. But the Lord said, you be, you saying, Lord, please, and, and Lord, don't forget to do this. And Lord, please, please do that. And please do this. And the Lord told me to tell you, he got it. 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 What gets us is the time. Time doesn't bother the Lord. I said time, a thousand years is as one day with the Lord. Time doesn't bother God. Now it's time, it's time in me, it's time in me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Look at Hebrews chapter 10, please. Oh, you get, yeah, I can feel your strength coming up. <laughs> you might as well get some. Amen. I said you might as well. Because 2023 is on the way. Amen. I show hope next year better. Really? You hope? Okay, baby, you better get yourself together. Draw the line and let that devil know next year going to be better for me. Amen. Regardless of what come or go, it's going to be better for me. Amen. The world can do what they want to do, but it's going to be better for me. 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12, please. And it says, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. Is that in your Bible? So basically, the Bible even tells us when the Lord sat down. After he did one offering for sin. He offered one sacrifice for sin for how long? For how long? So how come you're still trying to get saved? See, what happens is when you continue to sin and continue to sin and continue to sin, you basically, you slow yourself down. You disturb your own atmosphere. Hello? You give the devil the crack in the door. Hello? That's what we do when we disobedient and we don't want to hear the word of the Lord and you can't tell me nothing and God, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it and you don't understand, I'm young. Okay. But when them consequences come, amen, amen. That's why, you know, I I was screaming last Sunday, and I said I'll never go back. Well, what I'm saying is, what I mean by that is, I know what it took for me to come out of where I was. I don't want to go back. So I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in order not to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to suffer like that. No, I was suffering as an evildoer. No. I'm not going back. Oh, thank you. I don't want it. I don't want that kind of life. I don't don't want that kind of life. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Don't want to go back. Don't want to go back. So So it answers us. First it tells the word of God, the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is plain and clear. He tells us Jesus is now seated at the right hand of power, but he also told, told us when he sat down. When he sat down. After he had offered one sacrifice for sin, forever he sat down on the right hand of God. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Huh? So after his work on Calvary, Jesus sat down because his work was done. The term sits appears more than 300 times in scripture. I'm just giving you a few of them. It indicates, listen at this, when you sit down, (laughs) it indicates a position of prominence, authority, and influence. So basically, Jesus is still operating, but he's doing it sitting down and He's showing a position of preeminence, authority, and influence. Oh, my God, did you get that? So what he's saying is, I've already did what I was supposed to do, so now I'm in authority. That devil can't do nothing with God. So he tells us, oh, my goodness, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 
So what do you have for us, Lord? He says, and because he has finished the work of our redemption, we can sit down, we can sit down and enter into a twofold rest. Peace with God and the peace of God. Peace with God and the peace of God. I'm going to bed at night. Amen. I, I, I walk through the house and tears flow because I thank God I stood. See, when you done stood the test and now you got the spoils, what, what else you going to do? But give God the glory. Amen. Keep living for him. Don't stop praying. Don't, you don't stop praying. You don't stop seeking him. That gives you more room to seek him. Amen. And you don't become prideful. You don't forget about other people. You remember somebody, okay, Lord, somebody asked me for prayer, and they're suffering. Well, since I'm not suffering in that area, you brought me out. Then I can, I can pray for them. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't get so comfortable. You, you know what I'm saying? Me, my foe, and no more. You basically, you remember where you come from. So Jesus hasn't forgot us, but he says, I've given you everything. So that's why these messages are coming to what? Wake up Zion and to install in us, input in us what he's already done. Wake us up. Wake us up. I'll never go back. Ooh, ooh. I can't understand how people come out. God bless them. He set them up. He set you up. God will set you up. I said, God will set. I'll never forget the day, and I got it in my journal, when God told me, he said, you will never work on another secular job. He said, because you're going to work for me. I was like, what? What does that even mean? What does that mean? And he said, your work going to start at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 3 in the afternoon. And from that time forth, all prayer started at 3 in the afternoon. So I just went with it. I just went with it. But I'll never forget that. He said, you'll never. When things looked like they were going to fall in or cave in, and it was like I had to go back on a secular job, God said, what did I say? He said, I got you. Mm. See, that, you, got to, you got to believe him. See, it didn't say things weren't going to try to cave in. It didn't say it wasn't going to try to happen. When God makes you a promise, you got to wait it out. And I mean, you're going to wait it out in faith. You're going to continue to praise him for it. You're going to thank him for it. You're going to find the scriptures on it. Hello. Well, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, Lord. And when God said you're going to work for him, he mean work. He don't mean sitting around eating apple pie all day watching. I got my stuff stacked up. Yay, hi. Stuff, movies God blessed me with. Gave them to me. And I can't even touch them. And I said, well, Lord, Christmas almost here. <laughs> I said, where's my fuzzy slipper moment? Yeah, I'm waiting on it. I can put on my fuzzy slippers. Turn my cartoons on about Christmas. Turn on the nativity about Jesus. The birth. Yes. Where's my peppermint tea moment? <laughs> you let me get it, but I can't touch it. 
I'm working, I'm working, I'm sweating working. <laughs> and I just sit there and look at it. I said, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Because you're going to learn to be, see, discipline. Let, let, me, let me share this with you. Discipline. Some of us can't be disciplined once we walk out that door. Because we say, Pastor, now look at, so you start worried about me. I don't want to look. I don't care what you, you, I'm not running behind you. Oh, I'm coming in here, though, and give you the word of the Lord for me and you. Amen. But once you go out that door, you, we got to be disciplined. Amen. Somebody say, I got to be disciplined. Let me share this with you, because once more and again, the declaration is far deeper than just the writing on the card. I said, Lord, you are something. When the kingdom comes in, and we've been seeing the kingdom up in here for a long time, guess what? It brings in discipline, order, and structure. And that's something. I was, I was getting ready for bed. And I laid down, and the Lord brought that to me. He says, don't you remember I told you? When the kingdom starts coming in, it's going to bring in discipline, order, and structure. And I thought about how the messages had changed. I was, I was telling my daughter, I said, something's different about these messages. I said, these are messages that I wouldn't ordinarily even think was in me to preach. But God is putting it and directing it. And then he began to remind He said, no. He said, we're bringing in structure order and discipline because the kingdom because of the kingdom so so we got to stop being crybabies you might as well go home go home and say you pacify him <laughs> you might as well go it's so old it's so old <laughs> it's so old Go to Romans 5 and 1, and we soon almost go to Romans 5 and 1. You may as well go home and sell it. I know you think it's gold, but it's not. <laughs> and don't buy a new one. Let it go. Leave that for the baby Christians. Amen. Amen. You're not baby Christians. Amen. Romans, thank you, Father, 5 and 1. It says, therefore, being justified by faith. How were you justified? By faith. We have peace with God through who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, God is not mad with you. I said, God is not mad with you. You are not, whatever you're facing today, tomorrow, next year, this year, it's not because God is mad at you. Life is fragile. Sin came into the world. God is not mad at you. God is not punishing you. That is not God. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace when we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, do you see this? He says, first of all, you justified through faith. 
We got peace with God. He's not mad at us. And it all came through Jesus Christ, our Lord. But we also have access by faith into grace, his unmerited favor and every spiritual blessing wherein we what? Stand and do what? And rejoice in hopes of what? The glory of God. The glory. What is the glory? The manifestation of God in our lives. The manifestation of God in our lives. And see, unlike other people, I treasure my prophetic words. You know, I do, because he, uh, Paul told Timothy, he said, with those prophetic words, you do warfare against that devil. And see, I can't take your prophetic word. I can't take this one or this one or this one or this one. Whom, whatever word God gave you to set you up for life, it's your word. It's your word. I always go back to when I, when the angels, I, visitations, I, oh, God had so many, visitation, 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 visitation. And the one that I had where the angel came to me, and I began to talk to the angel, and I felt like I had this, this real deep, good question now. Because I'm in the right mind, I'm going to ask it because you know. And he, he laughed before I could even get it out. He said, huh? He said, everybody wants to know about the money. <laughs> He said, everybody want to know about the money. And I looked at him. So they're not, they're not, angels are not uh, creatures void of earth understanding and void of what we need in the earth. And so he began to talk to me. He says, listen at this real good. He says, he says, for that kind of wealth, you have to start. Because I think by then I was up in my 30s, 35 or something, 40. Well, I'm 35, but. Oh, man, I got to watch this stuff. Don't you say a word. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Okay, so we just going to move that little number uh, when I was talking to the angel about 40. Yeah. So anyway, uh, no, yeah, uh, whatever. So he said, he said, he said, he says, for that kind of wealth, because he knew where my mind was, and I didn't have to say a word, because they're heavenly beings come from God. And he said, for that kind of wealth, you have to start young. He says, because in the youth is where you start studying it, grasping it, making plans for it, having the strength to run for it. I said, huh? I'm just listening. I'm getting instructions. He said, but in your case, he said, God said, you're going to be well taken care of. And then he opened this, my understanding, and he opened this vision before me, and I saw this money, and he placed it in my hand. He said, he says, God said, you will have always a hundred fold. Not 30, not 60, not 50. But a hundred, you know what a hundredfold is? That's a full, full measure. And when I look around today, I have to cry because God kept his word. I said, what? That was way back then. That was years and years and years. But it still stands for me to share it so you will know if you young and you going for it, don't go for it without the Lord. Amen. But you're going to need strength. You're going to need education. 
You're going to need an understanding, and you're going to need God. Amen. You don't wait till you get it. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because of what it takes to get that, you can't be sitting up at 60, 70, 80. Lord, help me to help. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, you got to run while you're young because you got the strength. You got the imagination. You got the mind for it. See, sometimes we get up in age and we get in our own mindset. We get set in our ways. Come on, y'all know, know what I'm talking about. Stop playing with me. But God could do it. God, well, he didn't do it for me. Not like, you understand what I'm saying? He didn't say, okay, the angel didn't say, well, in the morning, God going to grace you. You finna go back to school. You finna get the education. He going to give you muscles and strength and you, huh. I'm just saying he didn't. Come on now. But I hear the Lord saying, wherever he's graced you to be, that's where you better be. And it's still going to take God, and we ought to be grateful. Amen. And so I'm telling God, okay, now, you, you, you see what time it is. You, uh, you know, I'm getting more mature. We're going to use our, you know, you let me get, uh, you know, but he knows. And then I, then I have to stop because then I think about Abraham, how old they were. Oh, Lord. And Sarah says, should I have pleasure in my old age? And so then I have to shut up because then maybe he's going to let me watch my movies when I'm. <laughs> I'm just, I ain't talking about the pleasure you're talking about. Oh, God, no. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm more mature than that. Amen. Amen. So we got to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Sometimes we're running so fast, and we think God don't hear us, and we think God don't see us, and he don't know. Yes, he do, but he want to know what you going to do. Oh, you going to keep after me? You going to keep on coming to the house of the Lord? You going to keep on getting the word? You going to keep on praying? You going to keep on believing? You going to keep decreeing and declaring? You going to continue to live for me? Or you going to stop practicing sin? There is a difference. Amen? 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 Bless God. Bless us, O oh Lord. Look at Romans. Okay, you saw Romans 5 and 1. Go to Philippians 4. Because for us, it's peace with God and the peace of God. Say that. Say, I have, I have peace, with peace with God and the peace of God. Through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, everybody in here ought to be saying that. Because, see, if you've gone, you, don't, you know, if you've already gone through the prayer of repentance, it's done. The only thing we do is if we make mistakes, you know what I'm saying, how we get sometimes. God said, just repent. Yeah, coming in. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He says, it's coming now. It's coming in. Yes, Lord. The blessing, the money, the healing, the people. He says, it's coming. It's coming in. He said, oh, yes, it is coming. Yes, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you. I believe you. Go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. 
It says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. So that peace is supposed to be keeping us. Amen. I said peace is supposed to be keeping us. It's supposed to be keeping us. Why? Why? Peace of God? Because why? My sins are forgiven. God is not mad at you. He's not mad at me. Peace in God? Because I'm in him. I'm in the kingdom now. See, the only thing that we're living for and waiting on, really, is that literal, the kingdom you can touch. Okay? That's what we're waiting on. But as far as, listen at this. I, I, was, I, I talk to people. I talk to people. And sometimes they say things like, Woo, I'm, I got to make it in. I got to make it in. I got to make it in. And you know, of course, I say, yeah, me too. I'm going to make it in. I'm going to make it in. So that went on for years and years. And so finally, getting off into this, and the Lord said, you already in it. You already in it. You're not waiting till that day to get in my kingdom. You're in my kingdom. What's going to happen is you're just going to go from glory to glory to glory, to glory, to glory, and then you'll cross over and glory, and you're in the kingdom. I said, that's right. We got to stop saying that like that, like we, like we just holding on. And oh, God, we go, I want to make it in. I want to, you in. You in. You're in. I said, you in. What we try, what we're gonna do is we gotta maintain. Amen. Put your hand on your heart, say, I got, I got to maintain this walk with the Lord. With the Lord. Stay on this road. Because you in. You, you in. Man, I started rejoicing. I started shouting. I said, Oh my God. I'm in the kingdom. I'm already there. I just want to read you one thing, and then we're fixing to go. I got to go. We're going to go, amen? Because there are some things I can't. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This, I'm going to stop here because now I'm getting over into you know, some things that will come next Sunday and the Sunday after that and after that. Go to Matthew 12. Oh, my Lord. Tell them, say, well, I'm already in the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Can you feel this? I don't know, but it, there's a sense of wisdom in this house, a sense of deep learning from the Lord in this house, and I love it. You can honestly feel the maturity. It's he bringing it in. You know what that means, don't you? You know it out. You know. You know it always comes in, and we got to what? Grab hold to it. It, it ushers in. He ushers it in, and then we what? We shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, sir. Go to Matthew chapter twelve. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want you to look at, we're going to read from 
the 22nd verse, okay, Matthew 12, 22. Matthew 12, 22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts. And Jesus knew their thoughts. And said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. See, that's what husband and wives and wives and husbands need to understand. You keep that house divided, that house is not going to stand. It's not going to stand. Somebody better bag down, humble down, and go to the altar. Because you're going to kill each other. You're going to kill each other spiritually. You're going to kill what you got. He says, and if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Jesus says every time you see a healing, every time you see a deliverance go forth, and we've been in this ministry a long time. He says every time you see the healing, deliverance, salvation go forth, he says the kingdom is in your midst. Amen. Shine for me. Yeah. Shine for me. Yeah. Yeah. Shine for me. Yeah. 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 We've been in this ministry a long time, and we've been seeing glimpses of the kingdom. Yes. That's yes, awesome. Lord. Yes. Every time a word went forth, every time somebody got healed, you, the kingdom is in our midst. Amen. And that's why he set up the apostolic church. That's why when he left, he left the apostles <laughs> to do what? to preach the gospel and demonstrate the kingdom. Why? So that men, women, boys, and girls would have a chance to see it for themselves, experience it for themselves, and say, you know what? I want to get in with that. And we can't be like the sorcerer who thought he could take money and buy it. You can't buy it. You're going to have to pray this through. You're going to have to seek God for this. Hey, shine for me. Uh-huh. You have to open that Bible. You can't buy this. And so everywhere Jesus went, the Bible says he preached the gospel and demonstrated the kingdom. When he sent the disciples out, he sent them out. He says, whatever city you go into, he said, heal the sick, raise the lame, hey, and preach the gospel and tell them the kingdom has come now unto you. So kingdom principles are working in this ministry. 
And they have been for a long time. A long time. What did Jesus say? He said, Sodom and Gomorrah are going to get into heaven before you. Because some of them believe the gospel. We won't even believe it. Right in our midst. Calling you on the phone. How you doing today, baby? Don't even believe it. We've been in here a long time. Long time. Long time. Glimpses of the kingdom. Come here, baby. Then had hands laid on, then had words given. Some